0: Welcome to Crime on Prime Time. I'm your host, Kinsey Huseman, and I'm here with a special guest this week. Brady! I'm here with my other brother, Brady. So I, you know, Carson got to do one. It's only fair that Brady gets to do one. Got to show love to all the siblings.
1: Yup. Indeed. Carson was supposed to be on this week, though.
0: Yeah, he couldn't make it because he's still doing that school thing. Messed up. He's a loser to still being in school. Indubitably. And Malik and Arod are taking a boys trip this weekend.
1: Shoot. Where? Dallas. Oh, sick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My question for you this week, because this is how this goes. I ask a question – we talk about it. Get ready. It's a good one. Okay. What is you're, you're your... gonna
1: need to walk me through the format of the show as we go.
0: Yes. Cause listeners, if you don't know, Brady, I
1: yeah.
0: unlike Carson, is not a huge fan of the show.
1: I support you.
0: Can you at least like give us a rate and review on Apple yeah. Podcasts? Okay. For
1: sure. Okay. Solid cool. four out of five.
0: Oh. I mean, I'm rocking a five out of five right now. So. Well,
1: that's unfortunate. I'm going to drop you.
0: <laughs> okay, so my question for you, Brady, as to Im- transplant, implant, Coloradians, what's your dream Red Rocks concert? Shoot. And for the listeners that don't know, it's a really popular venue, so a lot of you may know. It's This amphitheater in the heart of like these red rock formations just outside of Golden, Colorado, kind of headed towards the mountains. So it's just like mountain, true mountain atmosphere. It's beautiful.
1: Have you been to, I haven't been to Red Rocks.
0: Okay, I've been to Red Rocks for one concert. It was an EDM concert.
1: Oh, you you raved?
0: I raved. It was my first time raving, and I did it at Red Rocks. It was big, gigantic. And I took, we like you can tailgate in the parking lot, so we did. And then I took half an edible, and we went in. And Dalton put the other half, we both took halves, and he put both halves in the In his pocket in case we wanted some during the concert or whatever. And before the concert even started, I was like, I'm just not feeling it. I don't think it's strong enough. I want the other half. So he gives me the other half. I spent the whole concert. Because, like, it seems like you're on these just huge steps. They're just massive. And so it's a long way up and a long way down down to the next one anyways I was so scared that I was gonna fall off the step like fall forward off the step that I was too scared to move my feet so I was just dancing with the upper half of my body because I was too scared to move my feet and I was nowhere near falling off the edge
1: nice sounds like a great experience
0: it was fun I'm not really sure what happened in the concert but it was fun
1: Nice, nice. Uh, I I have not been to Red Rocks yet, and I'm pissed about it. Am I allowed to? Am I allowed to go to any point in the history? Yeah. Beethoven. Beethoven. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I I mean I'm gonna be kind of basic, uh, and I'm gonna say Pink Floyd would would be really cool. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, but that's kind of like everyone would want to see Pink Floyd, you know. Um, but I just yeah I feel like the like the classic rock out at Red there, Rocks would be pretty awesome. I'm trying
0: to is think there of anyone like, now?
1: Yeah, no. I'm, just what I'm trying to think of. I just don't know. I feel like Big Thief would be cool. They're like a they're like a folk rock like okay like Fleetwood Mac ish.
0: Okay. Um, I think I might have heard like a, a song here. They're or there. really
1: good. They're really good. I they would be good. And then I I've I've been more into like punk lately, so I would like to see a punk. But I don't know. I feel like Red Rocks wouldn't be the type of venue for that. Because I don't know, is I mean... there like a mosh area there? I imagine it more as like a bleachers kind of thing.
0: I think there is, like, right in the front. Like the majority of it is bleachers, but I think there's like a little seating section and like a mosh pit section at the
1: front. Yeah, I feel like if I was gonna do a punk thing, I would want like a huge, like, all mosh pit kind of thing. Um. So yeah, Big Thief, and then a, as runner up, um, I might go. Okay, Black Country New Road. Which is like indie, indie rock. Okay, but those aren't very big. But I think both of those would be cool out in that setting. Okay,
0: yeah, I agree.
1: Who you going? I with? think.
0: Okay, so if I had to pick a band from not now, Queen. Except I freaking love Queen.
1: Freaking love.
0: I love Queen. The Live Aid performance. Oh, I wish I could have been there for it. It's one of those bands you would have known every <sighs> song. Ugh. Okay, so my other pick that I think their music fits the vibe of Red Rocks so well, and it would be such a fun concert because at Red Rocks, they have the, like, rocks behind you, so the light show, they do, like, light shows off of the rocks. Ooh, that'd be cool. Killers.
1: I could see that.
0: I think the Killers would have an epic concert at Red Rocks.
1: I can respect that. Are they still playing?
0: I don't think so. How I mean they're they not touring. They may they it wasn't that long ago when they played ACL, so maybe they j they just not touring and they'll like do these little festivals if they get asked or Yeah. I really want to see the killers.
1: The Killers really is a Mormon? Get... I'm sorry, I just looked at the Killers.
0: They're Mormon?
1: Never mind. I don't know why that was, a... <laughs> that was like the top article. Was... <laughs> it was, it... like,
0: there's no way that they can be Mormon. The answer
1: on the article is, they're not Mormon. <laughs> so I don't know why that was brought into question. The lead singer's only 42. Oh, really? Yeah, he's young.
0: Yeah, they're, they're... they can still rock it. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah all right
0: okay let's recap the episode
1: which i watched we for the record
0: you know that's better than carson did last time because carson didn't watch that shame
1: on him i just wanted Granted, to be able to make comments on the episode because i knew i was not going to be able to make a whole lot of comments
0: yeah and carson was kind of able to because we did criminal minds so like yeah he, he we we all know about Criminal Minds. Um, yeah, and
1: I have thoughts about CSI Miami. I've never seen an episode before.
0: We'll go. Well, usually, okay. So for our listeners, we watch CSI Miami season nine, episode twenty-one. Go. I don't know what that stands go. for, but go, I guess. Um, but usually we start by I ask them, "What did you think of the episode?" So, Brady, what did you think of CSI Miami? I took notes. Okay. <laughs> well, don't go through. Are these just general about the show? Well, first or of I'm...
1: all, okay, okay, okay. One, the characters. They had no character moments in the entire episode. I didn't know anything about any of the detectives. They were simply just tools to move the plots along. So, that's that's a strike for me. Okay. Um. Second of all, the lens flares. Did you notice how how many lens flares there were?
0: Okay, describe a lens flare for me. It's
1: when, okay, you know, okay, it's famous in Star Trek. The, the new Star Treks, whenever they have a shot. And I haven't seen them. What?
0: The new ones. I haven't seen the new ones.
1: Like with Chris Pine?
0: Oh, Star Trek. I was thinking Star no, Wars. Star yes. Okay. okay, yes
1: um whenever they have a shot and there's like lights in the background and the light like like there's like a glare on the camera and the light is going across the screen or something weird like when you okay when you see a light at night like a like a street light and you squint and the the light like kind of yeah. does the line yes. thing. well for some reason in every single shot there's a lens flare and it makes
0: it's miami it
1: makes the the show look whack <laughs> It makes it look like that's
0: how things look in Miami. It
1: makes it look like things are trying to be like all sci-fi and futuristic. And I'm like, Miami, there's no chance Miami looks like that. Yeah, I don't I know. don't know anything about Miami. Um those are I'll, I'll those are my initial initial thoughts. Initial thoughts. Yeah. Okay. I'll oh oh one last thing. Is yes. the Who from Miami the band?
0: Is that the song in the beginning? No, that was the regular CSI. I guess. I don't yeah. know. Why?
1: Because they sing the song. Like, the the theme song.
0: The intro song? Yeah. How did it go?
1: I don't remember. It's, like, one of their top songs. <laughs> um...
0: Okay, because the regular CSI show, the song is... Who, who, who are they? Who, 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 who? I don't know. That's how it goes. I don't know. It's...
1: um. I got to look up. One second, one second, one second, one second. It was on Who's maybe Next.
0: They, maybe they just like the show. Won't Get Fooled or Again. maybe they just like the song. It was
1: Won't Get Fooled Again. We won't get fooled again. Okay. Um, But I thought it was weird that they used that as the theme song because I'm pretty sure the Who is not from Miami. And I would think that they would want to choose an artist from Miami, because that would make sense.
0: I don't think any of these shows choose an artist of where the show is.
1: Makes like if you were having, they just
0: like the song.
1: But it, it's just weird. Like if you had like NCIS, like US or something, and you had Drake singing the the song, it would be weird. I'd be like, why didn't you pick a an American?
0: No, it would not because you know how many people actually know that Drake is from Canada. Everyone. Not everyone knows. I don't know. Not the people watching CSI. But
1: like, so if they had like NCIS Dallas, I would think that they would want to choose a Dallas artist to sing the sing the theme song. It just it it took me it took me aback
0: okay. to hear the Who. Well, I'll write them and be like, question: Why the Who? Yeah,
1: I would expect like a DJ or something because that's what I associate. I think with Miami, Miami
0: is also well Pitbull
1: pitbull why wouldn't they do pitbull I, was say, I think Miami
0: is known for it's like cuban latino yeah
1: why would they not go um, with that vibe why would they go with culture 80s rock
0: because it sounds cool it's
1: a good song know. but it's it just didn't it didn't fit the vibe if you ask me didn't it didn't put me in miami
0: it does make me feel good because on a lot of these shows I do talk about the intro song. That's how I know CSI is. Who are they? Who,
1: who, I don't know what who, song you're
0: singing. <laughs> I heard it the other day in the gym. And I was like, oh my god, it's that's the, the C- song from CSI. Song. CSI. C- oh, my bad. So, because we did a CSI episode recently and we were talking about it. Because the CSI, CSI song sounds like the NCIS New Orleans song. Two different shows, though. 'Cause the NCIS New Orleans song goes boom 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 bang 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 bang. And the CSI song goes, Who are they? Ooh, 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 I think. And then I heard that song in the gym and I was like, Oh my god, it's a real song. Now I gotta look it up.
1: I got you. I'm the I'm the Jamie.
0: Okay. Okay, I'll pretend I didn't see it. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Although, it just says CSI Miami theme. But I swear I've heard this song somewhere.
1: Who are you? By all... Wait. Never mind.
0: Yeah, who are you?
1: Does it say who it's by? No. Maybe they just...
0: Nope.
1: Which makes it even more wild that they were playing it in the gym, because that means someone had to look up the CSI. Theme the song. Who? It was the Who. Wait, the Miami one.
0: No, the the Who are Who are you? Is the Who?
1: No way.
0: Yes, they just like the Who.
1: Oh my God! It is. <laughs> Yo, okay. Whoever's making these this show loves the <laughs> the Who
0: big fan big fan All right,
1: fair enough.
0: does that make you feel better that they did the who song in miami i that guess they did that's it some kind of
1: that's some kind of um consistency yeah it still doesn't make sense but whatever
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know but that's what they okay so i'm not crazy i'll allow it i'm gonna just throw this out here i kind of thought it was the who because they said who who a lot so i was like is it the who like did they write it doesn't mean
1: anything though
0: but apparently it does because
1: it was a common word and also most bands don't say their names in the songs
0: (laughs) okay if i would have gone on a game show and they would have asked me who wrote who's saying didn't csi be like yes they did i would have been like the who (laughs) and i would have gotten it right just based off of the fact that they said who so many times (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's (laughs) we're gonna jump into our recap portion of this so i'm just gonna take us through the episode you jump in with the notes you wrote down thoughts and opinions you ready okay it opens with this guy in a suit he's at this huge club everyone's partying The music's loud. The drinks are Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm flowing, And he seems like a dweeb. He's trying to order a drink. Guy ignores him. Tries to hit on a woman. She's like, I see your ring. And he's like, damn it. Forgot to take off my ring. Classic. So he takes it off and he's still trying to get a drink. Everyone's annoying him. He seems like an absolute nobody to the point where I'm like, are you invisible? Until this hot waitress is like you got to use the code word or the code sign or whatever he's like oh i didn't know that and they're kind of like flirting or whatever and then some she turns around and hits some guy with the drinks and that guy's being a jerk so our dweeb over here is like hey be nice to her it's not her fault and he's like who are you and our dweeb punches him in the face also our dweeb his name's alan he's in an accountant he tried to talk numbers, which is how he was trying to hit on that waitress, but it was really nerdy. Loser, yeah. And I was like, is this how my parents hit on people at a club back in the day?
1: Well, dad, dad hit on mom the first time because he handed her a calculator and it said boobs on it. <laughs> because he did the 80085.
0: Oh, okay. So that's For how he hits listener. on people. He brought his calculator to the bar, you know just it. with boobs.
1: <laughs> you know it, man's got, man's got so much stees. I wish I could be like him.
0: For our listeners, just just so you know, this is our imaginary story that we made up for how our parents met. Oh,
1: no, Dad told it to me.
0: Oh yeah, he told Dad you. Dad told me this story. when they were in their in their accounting fraternity to, together. Which I'm pretty sure is really where they met. Just boobs. And it works. Anyways. So Alan's an accountant. And I was like this makes sense. I know three of them. Almost. Two and a half. Nice. So so Alan punches him. And that dude beats the shit out of Alan. He had no chance. At that fight, but you look cool. Indeed. I am just. I'm going, this is all based off of my memory. So I'm actually off my notes now. And I'm like, where?
1: What happens next?
0: Okay. Yeah, where am I? The am I dude, notes?
1: the dude finds them in the bathroom.
0: Okay, so Alan Alan beats him up. The the waitress is like, I'll call security. And so that that guy stops and walks away, and Alan gets up. And the waitress is like, you didn't have to do that. And she's looking at him like he's a knight in shining armor. And I was like, yes, this is how any nice guy should get a woman, is by punching another dude in the face.
1: Yeah, basically. You walk up to her boyfriend, and you assert your dominance.
0: Maybe, maybe not that. Maybe, maybe like wait until a guy does a douchey thing and then defend her honor.
1: That's not how it works.
0: So the waitress is like, oh my God, you need to get cleaned up. And then like drinks on me, which is like, that's my dream. If, if it takes me punching another guy in the face to get free drinks, I'll do it.
1: You're a girl. That's not what it takes to get free drinks.
0: (laughs) Okay. That's fair. (laughs) i just have to show up yeah you
1: just show up and people buy you drinks
0: maybe i have to show like maybe in like a short skirt or something i don't no, know but...
1: you just have to show any kind of interest to the guy
0: this is true tried and true method
1: it's a woman's world. um
0: it's awesome <laughs> Okay, so he goes to the bathroom to get cleaned up so he can be getting his free drinks hidden on his waitress. And the next thing we know, this other guy walks into the bathroom. He's like, washing. He said he had to go to the bath. Left two girls. Said he had to go to the bathroom. Went to the bathroom. Didn't even go to the bathroom. Was like, had to washing his, his hands. Nose. I was like, you just left two beautiful women because you had to come.
1: He was sweaty. Wash your he got clammy.
0: And the next day he turns around and he sees blood pouring out of the stall. And we're all sitting there thinking, no, Alan, not the dweeb. He's dead. That guy murdered him. But really, do you want to tell him what we really found?
1: Um, the Wait, so is Alan the, Alan's the dweeb? Yes. Okay, I could not remember anyone's names during this. Um, Alan is found with the body of the man who punched him. And that man has a knife in him and is bleeding. And Alan is like, I didn't kill him. And then the guy goes, you killed him. And then then it cuts away. And one of my comments, okay, things you don't say when you walk up on a murder scene, you killed him. (laughs) I would simply say, I'm going to go. I didn't see anything. And then I would leave the situation and then deal with it. I'm not gonna let the murderer know that I witnessed the murder.
0: I mean, but you clearly witnessed it. You yeah, but you the could be like,
1: or- I'm just, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I didn't see anything. <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. Remove yourself from the situation.
0: I honestly would be. I think I would be like, what the fuck? Scream and run away.
1: No, I would. Just, I I think I'd just be silent. and Be like. I'm going to go and then just walk out. Yeah, just walk out. (laughs) And then call the cops, of course.
0: Yes. Always call the cops. So, you know, cops are called. They're now at the scene. They're investigating. they are like, talking to the witnesses. And you're like, okay, why are we talking to the witnesses? We've got our guy. Except we learn that... Alan and the body are gone. They just disappeared, and no one saw anything. No one saw Alan leave. No one saw anyone dragging a body. That man was huge. He was tall. He was a big boy. You can't just like pick him up, and you're and they can't figure out because then there's no blood trail, and they're like, how? What? What happened? Like, how did this man? and the body just disappear.
1: Alan quickly ate him. We find out (laughs) later in the episode.
0: This was the mind mind blowing twist number one was that they exited the club and no one saw anything, no one knows how, no one knows where they went. So Neil was supposed to meet his brother at the club. Because we learn where the head CSI guy, he's interviewing the wife and the brother, who clearly don't necessarily like each other. Because the brother is sitting right, right next to the wife, going, she keeps him on a tight leash. And talking about how he she doesn't let him have fun. Right in front of her.
1: Honestly, that's her fault.
0: So he was like, yeah, we were supposed to meet there because I'm trying to get him to have fun. A little fun and enjoy his life and she's like okay so our marriage has not been the best lately but like he didn't do let's address the fact
1: that the brother claims that he was on a short leash because she didn't want her husband going to singles bars
0: i mean this sounds like a bitch to me really (laughs) she wouldn't let him party i mean I never stop my boyfriend from going to singles bars.
1: True. I don't think Dalton's going to... Am I allowed to say his name? Yeah, okay. I've said it so many okay, times. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know if Dalton's uh, trying to go to singles bars often, though. I don't know if there's a lot of singles bars in Longmont. am I allowed, no, to... Oh, there's am not. I allowed to say... <laughs> what am I allowed to say? It's fine. I don't want to dox you.
0: That's <laughs> okay.
1: Am I allowed to say the fact that, mean... that you live at... Um... I don't know your address don't don't say
0: my address (laughs) (laughs) no yeah longmont does not have any bars i live in a retirement community so everything closes at nine yeah anyways okay back to our story so yeah so the apparently the brother was trying to get neil to live a little because his wife kept him on a tight leash and neil said he was ready to start tugging back and I, was, I just couldn't believe he said that in front of her. Sick. <laughs> and then they get a call and they found Neil's car in the parking garage across from the waitress who he was flirting with who he defended her honor. Her name's Olivia. His car is across parked across from her apartment. And they're like, oh my god, oh my god, he's coming after the the waitress. So they they locate the car and they find the dead body in the back of the car in the trunk. Whoa. Sorry. And then Luke Alvarez. Do you know who? Did you recognize that dude? No. Uh, I call him Luke Alvarez because that was his name in Criminal Minds. Oh, I guess after the show. He came later he in, went, the sh-
1: in Criminal Minds? He came later. Yeah. yeah.
0: After Morgan left, he was like. Garcia's new little
1: little her her little boo thing toy
0: toy yeah
1: nice nice
0: and so in Criminal Minds his name is Luke Alvarez I don't know what his name is in this show I didn't either
1: because they didn't have any character moments where he they I don't think they ever say his name
0: yeah I don't I don't know okay so there's this one show that we cover sometimes called Law and Order Criminal Intent and we've done two episodes so far and they have not said the cop's name, the two main cops. There's not a lot of characters. Like, this one had a lot of characters, a lot of cops on the case. Criminal Intent only has two. And there's an ongoing theme that every time we cover an episode, I'm like, that's three episodes now where we still don't know the cop's name. Four episodes. So I'm going to keep counting until it, I figure out, like, see how many episodes it takes for them to say the cop's names. Whack. I would
1: think it'd be, in like the show. basic TV show Like writing, that you have to say the main characters' names at least once?
0: It kind of depends. Especially to cop shows, because I feel like it's good for characters to have character moments, but then I feel like sometimes there's too much drama. Like Chicago PD, I don't want to cover it on this podcast because I feel like most of it is just drama that the actual crime part isn't really anything. It's like maybe 20 minutes of the 40 minute show. And then the other half is just all the character drama behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they do this because they're like, we're not going to have like character storylines. We're literally just going to have cover different cases.
1: Yeah. Maybe. I don't know what the show is like, but I've, we can keep going with the episode because when the episode was done i was like man i i, I was more glad that they didn't have character moments just so we could f- have this plot
0: i that's what i'm saying like maybe it's they they don't do that cuz they don't want the characters to they they, they want, want the wild the pl- actual plot yeah
1: yeah just keep going because if every episode is like this with wild plots <laughs> then i do want to watch more csi miami csi miami
0: okay so luke alvarez goes up to olivia's place and he's like you're in trouble neil's here open the door he didn't say that he was like olivia open the door and she did and he and she didn't he she was like what what do you need do you have more questions or something he's like i want to come in and i was like i don't think you just get to say i want to come in as a cop but he that's
1: that was a problem i had i was like he for sure doesn't have a warrant or probable cause
0: yeah, I don't think you just get to say like if a cop enter. knocks on my door. Yeah, especially as a single female and a cop was like I want to come in. I'm going to be like, "No, no. <laughs> Why?"
1: Cool. I'm
0: here alone. Cool. That's no. not safe. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, but she she could let him in or he just came in. Either way, he he, he got he in. He barged
1: He barged in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he's like talking to her. We found his car or whatever. And then they hear Neil's phone go off in the bathroom. Why
1: does this man have his ringer on? Who?
0: Because he's a dweeb. He's a dweeb. My
1: ringer has not been on in like four years.
0: It's accountant's man. They keep the ringers on.
1: (laughs) Who turns? That gets so annoying.
0: So then he, he obviously finds Neil. And he's like, come with me. And he throws the handcuffs at them and he's like, Cuff yourselves together.
1: Arrest yourselves. Also,
0: I was like, Is that police protocol when you have two suspects and you're alone? You're like,
1: They're making this up.
0: Handcuff yourself together. They're
1: making this up as they go. There were, there were <laughs> several moments I was like, I, this is cannot be how cops work.
0: I looked at that one. I was like, there's no way that you tell the suspects to handcuff themselves together. This way,
1: when you run away, you can both get away from me.
0: Which also doesn't make sense because his, like, other partner or whatever were just across the street at the car.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Okay. So then, and then Olivia was like, why? Why am I arrested? And he was like, because you helped him escape because she found neil in the bathroom gave neil her house keys and said go to my house and it's and that's what happened so he's like you you abated what is it called Ex- aided accessory aided <laughs> aided and abetted that's what it's called yeah. aided and abetted You're accessory to crime you're coming to cuff yourself. and
1: and this is told through flashback which is another problem i have with CSI Miami is that they have so many flashbacks.
0: That's the whole show. That's all of CSI. That's like their thing. It's like flashbacks. It was
1: so they would say something, and then they would flashback to something that happened like a minute ago. And I was like, I That's remember. How- I was there. I watched it.
0: <laughs> no, we didn't see the scene of her. No, they didn't. The
1: they we didn't. Which they could have just said, "Oh, you aided." We didn't need the flashback. But later on, that's... they they show flashbacks of things that we saw, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's what happened."
0: Yeah, that's their whole thing, though. That in both show, like the, in all is CSI, that the is that so how they work? Yeah, it's like the flashbacks. Like that's it. in the regular CSI show in Miami, it's flashbacks, man. Fair enough. They got it. They got to set themselves. Hey, so it
1: works. They're on season ten, so who am I? <laughs>
0: I think it's over now, too. Oh, like, yeah.
1: never mind. It <laughs> didn't work.
0: Well, I mean, they made it 11 seasons. Fair
1: enough. They definitely okay. made money off of it. So.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, More like, money than it I'm, seems than like I it was make. pretty successful. Maybe they all just got bored and they were like, eh. yeah. I'll retire now.
1: Yeah. All right. Elevator.
0: Okay. So then he was like, come with me as your two are handcuffed together. And they get on the elevator. And they're on the elevator. And then the elevator starts acting weird, which is like my biggest fear.
1: Which, there's like, like, there's like so many lights, strobe lights going off. I was like, there's no way that's, that's what happens in an elevator that stops working is just epilepsy, go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the elevator, like, stops completely and then it starts falling again and then it stops and luke is like okay we need to get the elevator door open like something's crazy going on they got the elevator door open which i was like is that even possible
1: you can can. someone in my office did it a week ago he got stuck in the elevator and opened the door by himself so terrifying
0: (laughs) my ferris gets stuck in an elevator so he opens it there's like a little floor where you can like lift yourself up onto the floor of the hotel or the apartment building so luke goes first which also i was like i'm pretty sure that's oh they're unhandcuffed at this Mm. point because they were like hey you it feels like with this elevator falling apart maybe you should uncuff us and we can help so he does so, Luke pulls himself up, which I was also like, "I don't think it's police procedure for you to go first,
1: but also I wouldn't I wouldn't want to let the criminals go first because then they can just run and leave me.
0: Well, he pulled himself out anyways by himself,
1: yeah, but like but what if they just take off running and then and the elevator drops? I don't know, I think that was a tough situation. I'm not gonna fall okay, Luke for we're gonna one.
0: have to re. We're going to have to read police procedures on it.
1: Yeah, what happens when you get stuck in an elevator with criminals?
0: (laughs) With two criminals. (laughs) Okay, so Luke gets out, and he's going to help Olivia out, and then the elevator falls all the way down. And Luke starts running down the stairs, and he's running, and he gets all the way to the bottom, and the elevator is fine. And they are nowhere to be found. It did not crash. Of
1: all, I'm going to spoil it a little bit, what happened. Because of all the plot twists that happened in this episode, this is the one that got the most reaction out of me. Because when he got to the bottom, I was like, bullshit, they wouldn't have have survived that at all. I was pissed. I was like, that elevator. So plot twist, too got you. Yeah, that got me because I was like, the elevator would have smashed to the ground. It fell 10 stories. I was like, the friction is not enough to slow it down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, plot twist number two is that the elevator fell but landed softly and they got off.
1: Because it was being.
0: And, or, like, they disappeared. At this point, someone had mentioned in the beginning of the episode had made a reference to Houdini. And I was sitting there thinking, is this really like a, it's Houdini, themed it's a episode. Is Alan Houdini?
1: It's a now you see me. now you see me episode.
0: <laughs> I know. I was like, is the plot twist number three going to be Alan's a magician?
1: That'd be awesome.
0: I guess. I'm all for uh,
1: magician murders. That'd be fun. Okay. Not so, murdering the magicians for the record. No, I've so got the magicians that murder. Yeah. I've got nothing against magicians.
0: <laughs> okay. So plot twist number two, elevator. And we were like, uh. Okay so then they start investigating the elevator because they're like what the fuck happened here how did this happen turns out that there was a little control box at the control panel that did some control things and were able to make it start start stop or or whatever i guess there was someone else there pushing. i don't know how it worked there there was some kind of alternate, alternative control panel making all that stuff happen, and it made them land softly.
1: I don't think that control panel would be outside, but whatever.
0: It wasn't outside. It was on the control panel. It was, the, I it don't was know on where the roof. It
1: oh. The guy was on the roof.
0: I see what you're saying. I, okay.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's... That doesn't seem secure.
0: <laughs> Maybe but they had a lock on it. I digress. It. So then they go back to Neil's wife. And they're like, okay. Do you know who Olivia is? And she's like, no. I don't know. But I was afraid he would cheat on me. Because of his brother. And then she tells the story about how. They lost some account at work. And Neil's brother blamed it on Neil. And she's like, maybe it has something to do with that. And then she was like all right, you can go home. And then we find out. Then it cuts to the autopsy and we find out that the victim that they found in the back of the trunk.
1: By the way, they found the victim in the back of a trunk. Trunk. We didn't we didn't cover that. I think I did. Oh, maybe. I don't remember that. But
0: okay. So they found the victim in the back of Neil's trunk. It's a cadaver, meaning it has been dead. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That is what it means, technically. But it also means that this body was dead longer than the stabbing took place. It was at 62 degrees, which is apparently too cold for a body that had been stabbed crier as we all know as we all know so they were like this is a medical cadaver this isn't this guy was not at a club this, this guy was at a medical facility and it looks like they had like medical students were working practicing on him so like where's the victim where's the crime what's going on plot twist number three The the victim was already dead, so they got the RFID chip out of him. They did the little scanning of Bob, and they're like, "This cadaver belongs to Silas Biotech." So they're like, "Okay, let's go talk to Silas Biotech and see why they're missing a body." So the police go, and she talks to like some Silas secretary or something they're having a party she's like oh yeah sometimes bodies get misplaced and that woman's like you lose your bodies and she was like this one was actually lost during transport never made it to us also they they found the the cadaver's identity and he died of medical causes not murder by neil and so the silas lady was like was lost during transport from Dade Hospital. Not our problem. And that lady's like, okay. Sounds good. Don't lose your bodies, man. Keep track of those.
1: It happens. I can't fault What is she
0: Didn't she say, like, parts on the black market were worth a lot or something? Wasn't that her excuse?
1: Ah, The black market struck.
0: (laughs) I was like, That sounds even worse
1: fair enough i'm sure they do get a lot of money for that
0: at the same time neil called the police and he was like i don't know what's happening i she was like i'm losing my mind someone send help she's dead and then he like hung up the phone so they were able to trace it and they traced it back to this hotel where they found olivia's body on the floor and apparently neil had just woken up and found her he's not there anymore and so they're they're looking over olivia's body looks like she broke her neck but she was also hiding her identity she had like a tattoo covered up her hair was dyed there was like some other indicator i don't remember
1: and the forensics guy just happens to speak mandarin chinese
0: yes also the forensic guy speaks mandarin chinese crazy
1: coincidence
0: it's always funny to me because i feel like all of these tv shows make the medical examiner the smartest person
1: yeah and it's like i don't think mandarin chinese is part of forensics school
0: yeah i think you can definitely go through forensic school I they go through medical school i think
1: Uh either way anyways that's not part of the learn. curriculum so he's just but doing like, it on his free time i guess
0: every show it's like the medical examiner like ncis ducky he's the smartest one knows all of these like facts and trivia and you're like how do you know that
1: risolian isles
0: yes risolian isles i'm i'm sure there are some other ones
1: <laughs> others etc <cetera>. <laughs>
0: I mean not criminal minds. No. Because they have a different medical examiner every time. SVU, she's really smart, but I'm pretty sure she doesn't speak Chinese. Bones. Anyways. Sorry. Bones, yeah, bones. Yeah. She can probably speak. They made her the smartest one. Mm-hmm. And knows mm-hmm. random mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a trope. It's a trope.
1: Uh Gotham. The Riddler was the medical examiner. Wasn't oh. he? I believe he was. I think so. I think he was. Anyways, back to it. It's just a okay. weird trope.
0: It's a trope. If you're going to write a, a cop TV show, please make your medical examiner super smart. So, they they turns out that Olivia was really named Lisa in use silas's corporate credit card to pay for that hotel room so they're like what's the connection between her and silas let's go back to silas they went back to silas it was gone
1: this is the moment that i got engaged with the show before this i was like this is this is just a cheesy cop show that's that i'm just not really into after this moment I was like, it's a full company that is gaslighting a detective into thinking it's real. And they packed up and moved out. This is wild.
0: At this point, I started losing my mind because I felt like I was the cop. And I was like, I'm going crazy because I knew that there was a building. I feel her insanity of going There was a company here there was a company here not long how does it disappear
1: the biggest question because at this point i was like all right all right this is like an interesting like weird company not real company the big thing that i was wondering is why part of their alibi for when a detective comes to their company to learn more about their cadavers they, part of the story was that they were having a birthday party for their employee, so the CEO walked out with a birthday hat. And I was like, that's a weird detail. That's a really <laughs> weird detail for them to act, which they needed a
0: reason. Maybe they needed a reason to be like, we're not working because of this. I
1: guess. But yeah, she just comes out in a birthday hat, and she's like, yes, it's their birthday. And I was fully convinced. I was like, yeah, it's just someone's birthday. Yeah. but The, the whole company was gone. Oh, the company was gone.
0: Okay. So the whole company. So this was like plot twist number four was that this whole company just disappeared in a whole day. I mean, everything. Also, I guess we'll get to, I don't want to spoil it. We'll talk about it later. It turns out this whole thing. So they like tracked down – the woman that came and talked to them at Silas. And they walk into this room. And it's like all the actors from the. the It's all the people from the club in this one room. And they're like, these are all the pe- people we interviewed at the club. What's going on here? And so they start yelling. They're like, everyone get get around the walls. Like stand on the wall. And finally the, seat, the lady that they talked at. Talked to at silas was like i can explain everything and it turns out that they're a part of this company that does this like alternative reality game for people where they put them in the person doesn't know they're in a game and all these are like staged things
1: sick super cool
0: Alan's brother bought this game for him without telling him to boost his confidence and to get him to have fun.
1: I've decided and a little. I've decided that next year, for my birthday, it was it was my birthday last week for all the all the listeners. So you can all happy birthday. You can all comment and wish me a happy belated birthday. Um, but. I for my birthday next year, I would like you and Carson, and you can you you might need mom and dad to chip in for it. Um, to hire a company to frame me for murder, please.
0: Okay, just to
1: see what I'll do, and you probably don't want to do it around my birthday because then I'll know. I'll be like, oh, this is, this is it. So like, if you could just randomly do it like middle of the summer or something like that, and just frame me for murder.
0: Just, to be, you need a little confidence boost? No,
1: I, I just, I want to know what I would do.
0: Here's <laughs> I wanna my I
1: how I'd handle it.
0: I sat there a long time thinking about this. Because I was like, what is happening? This was all staged. It hurt my head to think about. But the more I think about it, why did they call the cops?
1: Uh, great question. <laughs> why would they, if they're going through all this trouble... To fake a murder, the, to the point where they filled up an entire nightclub with actors and actresses. Why would they a not, fake nightclub? A fake nightclub. Why would they not have fake cops to come and investigate? Why would they get the actual cops involved?
0: Because that does feel like a crime. That
1: that's when it actually gets illegal, and it's like, yeah, I I yeah, I was qu- definitely questioning their business plan at that point. I was with it. I was like, it. who called the cops? Yeah. Someone had to actually call 911.
0: <laughs> who called the real cops? Was someone that in the script? Someone did... messed
1: up and was like, uh, I guess I'll just call the cops. And then the cops showed up and they're like,
0: damn it, Jerry. You weren't supposed to call them. That one person got caught up way too much in their yeah, character. They were
1: method acting. And they were
0: like, oh my God, there's a murder. They pulled Jared the Jared Leto
1: and method acted the hell out of it.
0: I guess. But yeah, at that point, I was like, so you knew all along this was a fake murder and never told the cops. And now it's a real murder.
1: Why would they not be like, go to the cops and be like, I'm sorry that you got called. This is a business. We're doing our thing. It got out of hand. Because
0: then Ellen still didn't have to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The game wouldn't have been ruined for him. The
1: CEO handled that very poorly.
0: And she acted so surprised when they arrested her.
1: Yeah, I was. And I was like, Lady, "I was questioning everything." I, th-
0: I think you. I think you did commit. You let them on this goose chase.
1: But I still think it's a decent business plan if they do it right. <laughs> to just randomly frame people for murder—that'd be so chaotic.
0: How much money do you think this? Because they built a whole cadaver business. And tore yeah, all Yeah, they had an actual
1: down. body. Where does a company get a body from?
0: And they had a whole bit. What happened to all of... They had, like, the desk and the walls. They put up a whole business in an empty room. And they just took that down? To
1: fool the detective? Like, they're, they're like, the detectives... We planted a cadaver. The detectives are going to find it. And then they're going to discover it's a cadaver. Which leads them to us. So we need to act like a really bad.
0: How do you think through all of this? Cause
1: just call them and be can't... like our bad.
0: Or you can't predict someone's actions. Like what if Alan had really killed that guy? Cause he freaked out. Cause that guy punched him. You never know how someone's going to react.
1: What if, what, if Alan... what if he found him at the dead body? He was like, I just need to make sure <laughs> and just,
0: just to double or what check. if Alan hurt himself because he's like obviously spark I can't imagine being Alan. Yeah. And having I this want to be cool Alan, thing though. happen.
1: I'm no. asking for my birthday for you to make me. Alan. I don't
0: think I would ever trust anything that ever happened again.
1: No. Yeah, that's the ultimate gaslight.
0: It is. It's the worst gaslight. They gaslit him into thinking he murdered someone.
1: The the fact that I have asked for this, I I feel like I'm going to actually witness a murder and I'm going to be like, oh, this is the game. This, K- Kinsey and Carson did it. They actually did it. This is awesome.
0: It's just like, that's how Alan's going to think about the rest of his life, is that something dramatic is going to happen to him and he's going to no, be like, Kinsey, is this real?
1: Kinsey, he's going to come out of this feeling more confident than he's ever felt before.
0: I would not. I would be like I I I wouldn't leave my room. I wouldn't trust anyone. I wouldn't know what's real and what's not. My whole reality, I would have to see a therapist.
1: I I feel like we need we need to get to the fact that one of the employees was was killed during this. During okay, so yeah,
0: there was someone actually murdered during this whole thing. So they find all this out about their al- alternate reality and then they get a call that alan is at his house with his wife and his brother with a gun and everyone's freaking out rightfully so and i feel like at this point if you're the brother would i would that's when speak you say up.
1: something well no but he knew it wasn't <laughs> loaded so like
0: oh yeah okay i guess not but god your brother's spiraling like that and you're just letting it happen also, and you know
1: i would not be confident that the gun is still not loaded i i would still be worried that Alan found he's ammo. Clearly
0: spiraling. And so the cops show up and Neil's pointing the gun at the cops, which I don't blame him because his whole reality is like, he doesn't know what's happening. So the cops explain it to him and they're like, your brother did this. And he's like, what? I mean, he's still confused, rightfully so. I would be really confused if I just spent like 12 hours
1: that's not how i would react i would be like if 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 carson did that to me i'd be like wow carson i love you for doing that thank you for giving me this experience
0: so it turns out that neil called his wife at after okay so olivia drugged neil when they were in the hotel room And then undressed him. So it gave him the impression that they had had sex.
1: She tricked him into thinking he had an affair with his wife.
0: (laughs) Which is not really what he wanted. No. (laughs) But at some point he called his wife while he was drugged. Didn't remember calling her. She heard Olivia in the background. And freaked out that her husband... Was cheating on her, so now her his wife is brought into this alternative reality, not knowing it's an alternate reality.
1: Why would you not tell the family? Like, hey, just so you know, he's gonna be in this scenario.
0: Because how do you tell the rat wife, hey, just so you know, we're gonna let your husband think he cheated on you.
1: And when he acts very distraught at the fact that he cheated on you, you will understand that he has never cheated on you and he loves you dearly. And so the... and if you allow this to happen, he will come out feeling more confident than ever. <laughs> Win-win.
0: So the... <laughs> the wife shows up at the hotel, rightfully so, because her husband just called her freaking out with a woman in the background. And the woman opened the door, and instead of saying, "We never actually slept together. This is all fake," she was just like, "Yeah, he, he can't come, or whatever." No,
1: poor guy. (laughs)
0: Poor, poor, poor.
1: We all have those days.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Poor choice of words. (laughs) I (laughs) mean. I mean, hey, he—I don't know what she said, but essentially was like, "Yeah, I'm not letting you in the room," but basically opened it wide enough so she could see that her husband was in his underwear, asleep in the bed, and this woman was in lingerie.
1: Which why was she in lingerie? Ah, so many questions, so many questions. <laughs> to make
0: it look like they slept together. It was a what good is she gonna plot, but like, they just do in
1: so many details.
0: So. That Olivia tries to s- close the door on the wife, and the wife was like, Oh, hell no! And she busted it open. Breaks which the said, door
1: down with crazy strength. <laughs> Sends
0: the with her shorts, what's her
1: name flying across the room into
0: a table.
1: Into a table. Breaks her neck.
0: And that's how she broke her neck. Yeah,
1: crazy strength. <laughs>
0: The strength of love, Brady. That's the yeah, passion it's of like love, It's like when right
1: moms there. lift the, the cars off of their kids, you know? Like the crazy yes. mom-saving trick. Except it's a woman who's just pissed at her husband.
0: And then leaves her husband That there.
1: has so much dangerous potential.
0: <laughs> this is why you have to be aware of how you treat women, Brady. <laughs> So she busts I guess she just assumes Olivia's dead. We all heard the crack. And she looks at Olivia, looks at her husband, looks at Olivia, and then runs away.
1: Which, shitty thing to do as a wife. Be like, ah.
0: Yeah, you just, you just I left your husband. Just killed or a smart thing.
1: I'm going to frame my husband.
0: Or a smart thing, because now your husband is going to be suspected of the murder and he cheated on you so you're already mad and you don't care
1: i guess
0: kind of like a gone girl moment you know
1: i haven't seen gone girl you just spoiled it
0: yeah (laughs) oh damn it (laughs) uh so they arrest they have to arrest the wife and neil's over there going is this real is this a part of the game is this real? I was like, I feel so bad for this guy right
1: now. He's going to be messed up for a while.
0: He's going to be asking that question. It's like in Hunger Games, the last Hunger Games, when they messed Pita's mind up so much that they have to play the game, real or not real, and he has to ask Katniss questions, like, is that real or not real?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's going to be playing that game a lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. And it was, it was real. But I'm hoping... I kind of want her to get manslaughter. I don't think she should get like first degree murder or something. <laughs> she didn't intentionally kill that woman. I,
1: I thought you said for a second, I want her to get manslaughtered.
0: No, <laughs> I don't want her to be slaughtered. I want I someone to I... accidentally kill her. No, I just think she should be charged with manslaughter. Because I don't think she had intentionally killed that woman. No, yeah,
1: she sh- she didn't intentionally kill the woman. But she was put in a pretty wild situation where she was not making choices she was not making fully informed choices she was being manipulated i think, I think her CEO defense has this an, company
0: i think your defense should go down for it all for sure i think the ceo of the company should get like 25 oh, for years for
1: sure can you imagine if elon musk opened up a company that just messes with people
0: I mean, the mental toll... Like, did she do any studies? Like, sit down with a psychologist and go, so how will this affect
1: people? Yeah. No, the psychologist was like, they will come out of this feeling more confident than they've ever felt before. (laughs) And CEO was like, great. Fantastic. FDA approved.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this was a wild episode.
1: So this... I again watching this. I was like, "All right, the cop stories are not really interesting me. These characters aren't really interesting me. They're not having any cool moments." And then the whole plot twist happened, and I was like, "If every episode of CSI Miami is like this, that just has a a wild plot twist out of it. that was like a Twilight we got Zone stakes
0: plot twist, Twilight we Zone six... level
1: plot twist right there. That was." I I'd be like, yeah, I'm I'm watching CSI Miami, but some tells me it's not like that.
0: Yeah, some
1: tells me the only thing this episode know. has in common with other episodes is the lens flares
0: and the flashbacks. and flashbacks. Okay, so this whole episode is going to be about pranks. The show is a prank. I'm going to tell a story about a prank. I want to share our family's experience. <laughs> With
1: Okay, just real quick, I was very disappointed when you said that this episode wasn't based on an actual murder,
0: yeah, it turns out that no one has created an alternate I wanted it so bad company that led to murder.
1: I was so upset. I was like, I want to know I want to know what the company is in real life.
0: I don't think there is one. I didn't even I look to be honest because I just I just knew I I that there wasn't one. maybe if not, you can start one. I might. Okay, so real quick, I want to tell the story about our family's experience with a prank. Do you know what story I'm going to tell?
1: When we were at Mission Trip? Yes. Nice.
0: So, we were at Mission Trip. Doing
1: the Lord's work.
0: Doing the Lord's work. Where were we? Mission Trip. Little Rock?
1: Couldn't tell you.
0: That'd be wild if it was. Anyways, we were on mission trip. We don't have our phones on this mission trip. Crucial to the story. Mom pulls us in because she's on mission trip as a cook. She sits you and me down. She separated us from everyone else, sits us down and goes, Whose friends did it? (laughs) And we're like, I
1: don't know. (laughs) What? Probably mine. I don't know.
0: (laughs) And she said. She showed us pictures. I don't even think she showed us pictures. She just said, our house was destroyed. There was toilet paper in the trees. There was a huge log through our basketball hoop. It was a
1: branch, yeah, that we had cut down right before mission trip.
0: Yeah, a branch, yeah, that was, like, sticking out of our basketball hoop. There were penises drawn with duct tape. On the sidewalks,
1: which stained the sidewalks for a little bit.
0: No, 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 not the, it, not the it, it sun,
1: tape. it stained them for a little bit.
0: Oh, because okay. the sun, and then there, oh, then there was a penis. Okay, so we have, we have a like a lot of yard, only the yard next to our house, like a little bit, has actual grass.
1: Bermuda, someone, no, I don't think it's Bermuda. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I don't know what it is someone poured vinegar over the grass in the shape of a penis and it killed the grass in the shape of a penis that's
1: clever i had to our dad's that one.
0: truck was wrapped with saran wrap and peanut butter this was the a problem because we were handle. away all and we were all away for a week in the texas degree heat so it's like uh, it was texas
1: degree so,
0: it was like, you know, the hundreds. So, if it would have melted on the truck, then it would have caused damage to the Paint truck. Damage, yeah. They tried to super glue. We had a keypad where we could type in a code to open our garage. They tried to super glue its shut. It didn't work. I assume the glue melted or something. Then we had period stained underwear. <laughs> I
1: forgot about that.
0: With, it had peanut butter on it, right? <laughs> Are you going to be I sick? I just
1: thought about it.
0: And they left that on our door handle to our front door. <laughs> Are you going to no, be I'm sick? Not. He's like gagging in the back. Okay. We're good. This already happened to yeah. us. It's trauma. Okay, so apparently all of this happened while we were at mission trip, and our cousins lived next door. So one of our our older cousin that wasn't on this mission trip, because our other cousin and aunt were, stole it from his house and like walked over, and him and our grandmother were there inspecting our it. Mimi. And our Mimi, and Mimi looks at the penis. <laughs> both both of them all the penises and she looks at Ethan and goes I think this is an obscene object
1: (laughs) she said she thought it was a middle finger
0: and Ethan's like yes (laughs) Mimi it is an obscene object
1: (laughs) he had to explain that Uh, it was a penis to her yeah poor lady
0: so mom's sitting us down at mission trip we're like I don't know thousands of miles away and she goes So whose friends did it after she explained to us what happened? My friends had
1: the period stained panties. And
0: (laughs) I was like, well, all of my friends are on mission trip with us. And you were a freshman. So we were kind of like, well, if if your friends did it, then their parents had to drive them. And that really didn't make sense.
1: That'd be a classic Amy thing to do.
0: Whose parents would drive their kid to do this much damage at someone's house?
1: To be fair, LD did let us come over to his house so that we could TP other people's houses.
0: I don't... It wasn't even, like, the TP. It, it was, like... It stained panties. And the dead grass, and the fact the that... The dead grass is a if, good one.
1: I, I'll defend that one.
0: And the fact that if if we didn't... If Ethan hadn't been over it's not like the perpetrators knew that that saran wrap if ethan hadn't taken the saran wrap off the truck the truck would have had a lot of damage to it because the saran wrap would have melted yeah so it was the fact that there could have been actual monetary damage and then we were just curious
1: it was spoiler alert it was not it was not my 15 year old boys friends that that had the period stain panties.
0: Well, I even told mom at the time, I was like, I don't think these are friends. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think friends me. do this. I don't think friends do this much damage because I think if I remember correctly, they even tried to put soap in our pool so that when we jumped in, it would burn our eyes. Really? But it didn't work. They used like the wrong soap or something. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they used tear free. <laughs> they would also need a lot of soap for an entire yeah i don't think
0: i i don't think they planned that out real well it was either like two less they ended up not doing it but it was like on the agenda of things
1: they came prepared
0: they brought a lot of a lot of stuff and the other thing was that it had to be guys and girls right because the girls had to provide the period stain underwear but the guys had to be the ones to take the branch and put it through the basketball hoop
1: that's a weird detail like what does that achieve
0: I guess they just saw that branch Like,
1: let's just... put it somewhere.
0: <laughs> so it turns out it was not friends. Moral of the story. Um, it was just some people I had graduated with.
1: They got you good. Did you it feel... Did. Okay, so after this experience, did you come out of it feeling more confident than ever before?
0: <laughs> uh, no, I was just like okay this also led to like a lot more drama than the actual prank do you know what i'm talking about yeah so it was like
1: is this gonna turn into a drama podcast just we're just gonna spill some tea now that we've talked about csi miami we're just gonna go into some tea real quick
0: no so no no okay so anyways it, it, it led to more drama i think the drama that drama aspect was the most annoying, like, pissed us off the most than the actual prank. But how would you say mom and dad reacted to the prank? You and me were kind of like, uh, it happened. It's gross. This w- this one went really far because usually it's just TPing, egging. This was a lot. Mm-hmm. They definitely came prepared with all the supplies. The super glue, the vinegar, the duct tape. It was
1: premeditated.
0: The underwear, the peanut butter, the saran wrap
1: is premeditated for sure.
0: Someone really thought this through. I'm just—I know who did it. I'm not going to say it, but I'm just sitting around thinking of all these people that that did it, and they were all sitting there in a group <laughs> message talking about what they wanted. To it was do planning this. It break. was
1: premeditated and premenstruated. Ew.
0: I would—it wasn't premenstrual. Yeah, oh, she. Yeah. Pre- yeah. yeah. Okay, so how how would you describe how mom and dad react?
1: Uh, okay, so this is I was fifteen, so I was just starting to develop memories, so I don't totally remember. <laughs> um, but I do remember dad being really pissed about the grass, and yeah, and the uh the truck, but mostly the grass.
0: Okay, but even we found out who did it. Yeah. Even then they didn't we didn't ever really do anything about it,
1: no, yeah, they didn't they weren't gonna say anything,
0: okay, and I don't think they ever they weren't gonna call cops i I, think I our know, dad, dad I think our dad
1: be. talked about it at one point because he was really pissed about I the think yard,
0: yeah, he was yeah, it, it would have been interesting if he actually did. I don't think he would have called any parents, but okay. So that all happened. And it was out of I would describe the motive being out of spite. I mean, it wasn't I don't think it was necessarily done out of a joking prank out of like friends might would have done like, oh, they'll think this is so funny. This this was definitely done out of we just don't like this person. No,
1: they definitely didn't like friends would have put like forks in the yard or something and like Yeah. Spell out, aha, we love you.
0: But no. Anyways, so yeah, this one was done out of spite. Out of, we don't like this person. We're gonna do. Also, fun fact, Ethan cleaned up what he could. He put the period stained underwear in the house. (laughs) In the laundry room. That's a good prank. (laughs) Mom found it and goes, why would we keep this? Evidence.
1: Evidence. You can do a DNA swab off of that.
0: <laughs> DNA test, ew. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you the story of how one parent did overreact to a prank like this.
1: Oh, okay, this is the part that's gonna make gonna... me sad.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. It is this a sad is one. I, I'm gonna. This tell is you...
1: honestly why I don't listen to true crime stuff because I just <laughs> I'm an empath, and I well... hear about the murder and I'm like, oh. <laughs>
0: And this is, I picked a really sad oh. one. This is the first murder I've actually done in a few weeks. In the last, a lot of episodes, no one has died. What? She <laughs> couldn't get one of those? This is the murder of Adrian Broadway. It was Valentine's Night, 2014, in Little Rock, Arkansas. And 15-year-old Adrian Broadway and her friends were doing what most teenagers have done before pulling a prank their target tonight was a boy who had previously pranked them and they were gonna get their revenge have you ever have you ever toilet papered someone's house or done something yes. like this I was that's all the
1: details I'm willing to offer until the uh, statute <laughs> of limitations ends
0: I went with people, but I didn't throw anything because it was too scary. I got chased. Yeah. I just didn't want to get in trouble.
1: I got in trouble. I
0: wanted no culpability. Adrian and four friends arrived at the noble house and toilet papered the boy's car and put leaves all over it. Isn't enough? Mm -hmm. However, they decided this wasn't a good enough prank. So they left to get more supplies. What they didn't know was that they had awoken the boy's father, Willie Noble, who came outside to find his son's car covered in toilet paper and leaves. He was pissed, but he knew in his bones the perpetrators would be back. He even told his wife that they that he knew they would be back. So he grabbed his gun and he waited. Sure enough, Adrienne and her friends arrived back at the noble home, this time armed with an additional two friends, so there's seven friends, eggs, and mayonnaise, and thus the fun commenced. They were, you know, egging and putting mayonnaise all over the car.
1: Mayonnaise isn't a unique detail. I haven't heard that one.
0: I know, I hadn't heard mayonnaise either, but I guess, you know, you just go to the store and you're like what should we get eggs and they're like what else oh let's let's get some mayonnaise everyone's like "Okay, okay yeah or maybe that's what they just you know their group these boys did i don't know been done before anyways again willie heard the kids outside this time he came out his front door and started firing shots shooting up down and moving left to right what Willie didn't know was that one of the bullets had struck Adrian in the head as she was getting into the car. Terrified, the kid sped off, stopping for help at the nearest gas station. Thankfully, the gas station had a security guard who was able to apply towels to the wound and help calm the other friends down. He said, like, the the driver of the car was just shaking. Valid. Horribly. A
1: valid response. I mean,
0: Yeah. And I guess like glass, one of the bullets had hit a window, so there he had like glass all over his hand. When help, arri- when help arrived, Adrian was rushed to the hospital, but it was too late. Adrian's official time of death was two and a half hours later because she, kept, she was kept on life support for organ donation. In the meantime, the police arrived at the Noble residence to take Willie in for questioning. He waived his Miranda rights, and the police interviewed him for 22 minutes, all of which was recorded. In this interview, Willie said, quote, I came out the front door, and I just started shooting. I didn't know if I hit nobody or nothing. I wasn't aiming at nobody. I was just shooting. I was just trying to scare whoever it was. I wouldn't try to hit nobody because I ain't trying to take nobody's life.
1: Uh. I, like, if you're going to do that, I, I get it. You got, you know, you don't want, you don't want to get vandalized or whatever. The eggs is a little excessive. Like that's going to that could do permanent damage, but bringing a gun out, like, you know that these are like high schoolers, you know, it's not like grown people doing this. Well,
0: that. That's my thing is that his son had done this. Yeah. To like someone in this group. It's like, how would you, if you, how would you feel if that was your son? Would you, would have wanted someone to react that way or to have called you? Plus, like,
1: okay, at the, like, okay, you bring out the gun, whatever, shoot, you shoot one shot straight in the air. But like to shoot anywhere close enough for a bullet to ricochet and hit someone, or to actually hit someone, like super excessive.
0: We'll get to that in in the in court. I'm okay. gonna talk about what All was right. in court because the bullets where they landed got brought up a lot, and was kind of like the defense's main case.
1: All right, go for it.
0: In this interview, Willie expressed his intentions to scare rather than harm seven times seven times he said, "I just wanted to scare them i don't th- I don't think this man wanted to hurt anyone. I don't think he wanted to kill anyone. I think he overreacted, yeah, but I don't think he intentionally
1: it was for sure like not firearm safety. For sure.
0: No. And I don't I don't think the gun I don't think he was right to ever bring yeah, the gun negligence. out. But I'm just saying that I don't think he was specifically targeting at people. Yeah. I don't know. I go back and forth. This is hard for me because also the bullets hit the car. So you have to know It's, I don't know. I, it's, I, it's hard for me. Cause it's, it's like, I don't think he wanted to hurt anyone, but also when you're shooting at a car,
1: what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah.
0: At the end of the interview, the police asked Willie if he had any questions. In turn, Willie asked, is the person all right? Then the police dropped the bombshell on Willie by telling him the investigation was a homicide investigation. Just how Willie found out. Yikes. He was charged with first degree murder and six counts of committing a terroristic act, each for the members of the CAR. Other members of the CAR. The trial started on November 3rd, 2015, with a jury of eight women and four men. The first witness on the stand was an off-duty cop who had, who just happened to arrive at the same gas station as the kids and saw what was going on and just kind of like helped out. Next up were three of the friends in the car at the time of the shooting. The first was a girl who held Adrian as she died. Then was a male friend who said he saw a man shooting four or five shots at the car, but he couldn't couldn't say he knew who was doing it. He couldn't see. And then the last was a friend that was in the car when the shooting started, and they described how they just ducked down and didn't see anything, but just knew that they were being fired at. While Willie did not testify in his own defense, his interview with the cop was played in its entirety. Then closing arguments started, and this is where they start talking about the bullets and where the bullets landed and were fired. When the prosecution started, so then closing arguments started where the prosecution attacked Willie's notion that the shots were, quote, warning shots or meant to scare. The chief deputy prosecutor Prosecutor said, quote, at worst, the prank should have ended in a phone call to someone's parents. If he had been trying to scare them and they were driving away, mission accomplished. The bullet goes where the gun is aimed. He didn't care what happened. He didn't care who he killed. End quote. Yeah. I mean... This is, I, I feel conflicted because I feel like he didn't want anyone to die, didn't mean to hurt anyone, but at the time didn't understand the consequences of his actions.
1: Which is not something you want out of somebody who is holding a gun.
0: No, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just feel like it's, yeah, wrong person holding a gun
0: yes like yes and we'll talk about that now. during their closing the defense also asked their jury to look at where he aimed the gun so they were also look at look at the gun look at the bullets the first two bullets landed in the front yard as if he was shooting at the ground which could be taken as shots if you were going to scare someone a good way to ensure their safety would be to shoot at the But ground.
1: even then, a shock to the ground can ricochet.
0: Yeah, but I don't think anyone... I mean, like, that's, obviously a, that's obviously
1: a warning shot, I would say. But it's still, like, not a smart warning shot.
0: No, and I think it also depends how far away you are. Like, if they're, like, at the street and you're, like, firing in the ground... 20 feet in front of you the odds that they yeah. the bullet hits them i don't know the layout of this whole situation but they could have been far enough in the street yeah where the were, co- but it, i mean that's at least that's a better target like that to me would be a sign of he shot at the ground yeah he didn't mean to hit yeah. anyone okay So the first two bullets landed in the front yard. This coupled with the fact that Willie was inexperienced with a gun. Shows that Willie was trying to scare them. But wasn't ready for the recoil. So the the defense is saying he shot at the ground. But didn't know that the gun would recoil. And the recoil brought his hand. Like the force of the recoil brought his hand up. While his fingers were still on the trigger. And that's how shots got fired into the air at the car.
1: Still seems like bad gun handling. That's that's what I'm coming to. I mean, Man shouldn't have had a okay, gun. yes.
0: Man shouldn't have had a gun. Here's my problem. I think it's a good defense because you can't deny Willie didn't shoot them because he clearly did. He said in an interview. So really what's up for debate is, did he mean to shoot, to kill, or was it an accident? I think if you're going along, that's a great defense to be like, he shot two at the ground, the recoil lifted his arm up, and that's how, like, it was just this tragic accident. Here's my problem. Four or five shots ended up in the car. If he's inexperienced and recoiled, I don't think... How good of aim do you have that you could hit the car four or five times? Like, if if you're recoiling, you not only shoot up, but would you not shoot maybe away?
1: Well, I, I think it goes like, mostly up. But my I would think that...
0: You're still targeting something. Yeah, I, I mean, how do you hit a target four or five times when you the recoil is affected. that's
1: i would think the recoil argument would work for like one or two shots in the truck or, or in the car but then like if you're doing like four or five that means the recoil is not affect like you're aiming at the car yeah because yeah. you're still pulling the trigger then that means the gun is still going up into the sky
0: yeah so you should have been arky yeah up if that's your defense you should have kept going but what you hit the recoil caught it and then just started fire i don't yeah you had to be aiming to hit the car four or five times and i'm assuming i don't know i would be interested to know if i was on the jury if there were other shots fired by the besides the two in the ground and the four or five in the car like were there some to the sides other houses that would tell me that he really was just recoiling. Mm-hmm. But if not, I'd be like, "Strange, it sounds like this man aimed at the car. Well, what
1: did the, uh, what did the court say? What did they feel like?
0: The jury deliberated for 70 minutes and found Willie. What do you think they found? Guilty. Yes, they found him guilty on all charges. As they should. At sentency, Adrienne's mom spoke about, Adrian's mom, jo- Jolanta Hartgrove, spoke about what was taken from her and her other three children. She described seeing Adrian in the hospital after the shooting and how she tried to wake her. She said, quote, I tried to t- tickle her feet because she didn't like that. I got no response. I kissed her. I told her to fight. Fight. Willie's wife also spoke at the sentencing. She recognized that Willie made a mistake and needed to face consequences, but asked for leniency as he was a good man and a loving father. All of the victim impact statements, both the mother and Willie's wife, brought Willie and some jury members to tears. Even Willie spoke, apologizing to the victims and Adrian's family through his tears, saying he wanted to say sorry from the beginning, but wasn't allowed to. How long do you think he was sentenced?
1: I have no idea how that works. I'm going to guess five years.
0: Five years?
1: Is that a lot or a little?
0: Ultimately, he was sentenced to 30 years in prison.
1: That's a lot more. Okay. With a
0: possibility of parole after 21 years.
1: Damn, that's a lot.
0: He had faced... Okay, so he could have faced anywhere from 10 years to love alive a life sentence.
1: It's a long time.
0: I think he got longer because... this incident didn't warrant a gun because he wasn't no. defending anything.
1: But even, and like, I, I, I did, like, I went I went ding dong ditching with a friend and a dude came out and like caught us and got mad at us and he was like, I I have a gun. He's like, I, I could shoot you. I could have shot you or something. So it was like, And that worked. That was effective. So it was like, you can shout, I have a gun. You can show a gun. You can shoot in the air. You know, there's like a lot that you can do without like pointing a gun anywhere near anyone. Even because the thing is, even if he's pointing at the ground, like that's way, that's way more dangerous than just pointing up in the sky.
0: And the thing is, is you walked outside and you saw that your son's car had toilet paper and leaves on it. Yeah. And decided to grab your gun.
1: Yeah, I don't like this. (laughs) Personally.
0: And it's like, yeah, that's annoying. Make your son clean it up.
1: Yeah. Or call any of their parents
0: and that stuff can easily be taken off a car that's not i'm not even saying permanent damage is a reason to shoot someone i'm it's such it's such a minor thing it's so i mean it's kids it's kids yeah playing a prank and it's like this is such a normal prank this isn't even anything that far out there to toilet paper or something
1: Yeah, I'm sad. I, I,
0: I just go back to how his son did it before. And I don't know if he knew his son had done it, but you have to think, you have to know that these are teenagers. And as a parent, do you not think, what if this was my son? I wouldn't want someone shooting at him yeah great question Good i thought. just i can't fathom the the thought process to go from toilet paper and leaves on my son's card to let me grab You're my gone. gun okay i just want i personally
1: to... would not grab a gun no just my thoughts
0: i mean yeah this is probably why we don't have one either yeah i want to end by talking more about who adrian broadway was as a person at the time of her death adrian was involved in avid academics which i think is some kind of club organization and was on the cheerleading team her teammates described her as bubbly and outgoing one of her teachers told this story about adrian and i just wanted to share it because i think this stories are probably the best way you can get to know who a person is i mean i can sit here and just tell you all fun adjectives but I like to hear stories about you know people and I think this is a good one one of the young men okay this is a quote from the teacher quote one of the young men we just got about a week ago he said that she was one of the first people to welcome him and to talk to him and make him feel welcome and so she was a bright light she really was and she will be truly truly missed end quote The Friday following the shooting, Adrienne would have been honored at the basketball game on the homecoming court. She was the freshman homecoming nominee princess. She had her dress picked out and everything. The school still honored her by placing a chair decorated with sash and flowers at the game in her honor that Friday. And that is the story of a man's overreaction to teenage pranks. It's sad. It she yeah. like an awesome person. A sweet girl. Yeah. Call. A regular teenager.
1: This is a downer ending.
0: <laughs> if okay, next time you're on, I'll make sure I'll pick a uh, a more a lift a more a case where someone
1: does. where someone doesn't i don't know i just i get sad
0: yeah I'll, I'll, I'll do one of those crazy crime cases where it's like a white collar crime and no one does it's just a bunch of people. yeah that's
1: fun i love seeing rich people get arrested
0: yeah yeah i will do do something like that yeah. i like those cool, cases cool, they're cool. fun and usually really crazy and kind of funny
1: yeah yeah okay you can, you can riff <laughs> Sorry. No, it's good. It's fun. Okay. I had a great time.
0: We usually end this by me telling you and our listeners what the next episode is. I would say guess because I usually make Arod and Malik guess, but I'm guessing you don't even know what shows there are to guess from. Do, do you know? Do, I, do I get from? hints? Well, usually I don't give hints because Malik and Arod just know what shows we cover.
1: Oh, so. Okay, so I'm just guessing a random primetime.
0: Yeah, just a primetime cop show.
1: Law & Order SVU.
0: Oh, dang, you're good! Woo! <laughs>
1: I just clipped so hard.
0: <laughs> okay, so we're watching Law & Order SVU. We call this one our OG because it's me, a and Malik's favorite show. And it's like our OG. This We text about it all the time. Is that the one with ice Tea on it? Yes. So we're watching Law and Order SVU season nine, episode ten, "Snitch." Snitches get stitches. Agreed. And with that, I'm your host Kenzie Husman. This is Prime on. This is Crime on Prime Time, and we are signing off.
1: Bye.